must do it. If we don't control insiders, this will be over and over. To lead by an any big fat love, find common ground to halt the spread of lies. And we must do it big fat love, find common ground to halt the spread of lies. Pogo. So, um, yeah, that's pogomusic.net. I use him all the time because uh, he, he, um, he takes music or he takes movies and whatever and he mixes them up. Uh, if you listen to this show, you know that I always open up with Pogo. But, um, yeah, check him out. He said that I could use his music to open up my, my uh, episode. Oh, cool. So uh, I've been using him a that lot. That was nice. Cause he's got, yeah, isn't that great? It's, yeah, uh, that's really great. It's, it's Trump, if you didn't recognize that, right? Listen. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, listen. <laughs> fighting for insiders, time to stop. Insiders fighting that's for hysterical. insiders. hysterical. Oh, you see the video? Jesus, yeah. First. It's like auto-tune the news. I see it. 69. <laughs> now it's time What's amazing about this? Is there's like shots of him dancing insiders, this will be and all that, over and, and over. they're not fake. That's like to actually him. Backwards. Remember that was when the first stuff to cross. The, the Ninja Turtles just helped. And we must <laughs> so yeah, that's Pogo PogoMusic.net. Um, oh no, it's I always say that. Sorry, man. It's Pogo Nick Bertke. Uh, it's PogoMusic.PogoMix.net. Um, <laughs> So today we are live at Revival 1869 in the heart of Clayton, North Carolina. Hooray. And it's going to be, can anyone hear and everything? Yep. Um, yep. I tend to be Hi. deaf, so I crank everything up so I can absolutely hear it. And then everyone else has their eardrums blown out. Um, tonight we have the, what do we call, what's John's? What's John's uh, nickname? Not Ghost John. We have no. um, we have uh, True Crime John. True Crime John. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Service John. We, we got, got plaid shirt John. <laughs> Mike and Malia. Yeah. Um, so I'm Shaving trying to. I'm obsessed. I'm trying John. to uh, adjust the levels on my thing here, and I don't know which mic is which. Tiny. So Mike, you say something on yours real quick. One. This is my mic. Okay. So you're my mic. You're number one. All right, John. Now you say something. What's something. Okay, you're number two, and I'm number three. All right. Excellent. So, what's new in the world of Twisted Podcast, John? Uh, continuing to put out two episodes a month. Um, just put out one on uh, an exoneree, this most recent one, and uh, working on about probably six or seven at the same time right now, which uh, is pretty taxing. But um, I feel like I got a lot of good uh, ideas for episodes coming up that uh, should definitely keep listeners engaged. Do you find, because um, like my, my father-in-law is a retired DA, um, and uh, he's a prosecutor and defense. And whenever, like, I watch the new season, or I'm halfway through the new season of Making a Murder, and the whole time he's just like, nope, nope, bullshit, nope. <laughs> like, he calls. So when you watch it, right, or when you hear the stories, it's more compelling to think that these people are actually innocent, right? It's more compelling because if they actually did it, then what the hell? Who cares? Because they're already in jail. It's not that. I, I mean, I suppose there's an ending there. But do you find that being in law enforcement and having that background that you're also jaded to a lot of these people, or do you hold that? 
that hope out when you when you interview them or you read about these stories? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of times, I mean, just the story itself can kind of consume you and get you excited as far as um, what you're watching. But I, I think that in general, you're more skeptical just because you see the vast majority of cases are not the one-off. So maybe this is the one-off, but um, you know, you're not normally going into a case assuming that police are planning evidence and that this person's been framed by a whole conspiracy. Uh, and a lot of these, uh, especially making a murder, kind of has that basis. So it, it, you're going to be a little skeptical at least going in. How do you feel about DNA evidence? Because in my mind, it's like, oh, well, Good. It's, it's like a, yeah. It's, it's like, a, isn't it like a no kidding but my father-in-law is like, no, this that DNA evidence sucks. I'm like, how can it suck? Like, what? I mean, I suppose this isn't a podcast about that. We don't have 16 hours to get into the science of it. But in general, are you like, like my father-in-law who says, yeah, you can't really take that into too much consideration? You're like, well, this is promising. Well, I mean, I think one of the problems with, I mean, I think DNA in general is, is a great thing to, to help law enforcement, to help with convicting or, or exonerating people. But the thing is, you don't know when DNA was uh, placed in a certain location. And the fact that the testing is getting more and more comprehensive and detailed, they're getting smaller and smaller amounts of DNA. So the chances that you could get inadvertent DNA and what that actually means kind of calls into question a lot of the, the results. So uh, versus a fingerprint where you know somebody was there if they placed a fingerprint. Yeah, you can't. Um, DNA, I mean, you know, if you go to the gym and come back, I mean, you could just, how many people's DNA you could transfer in your gym bag back to your house. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean because there's DNA in your house that that person was there. There's just fecal matter everywhere. Right. Do you guys remember <laughs> that on Saturday Night Live, fecal matters? Do you remember that from back in the 90s where they put on the glasses? <laughs> so they put on these glasses. I don't even know what it was about. Did you remember this? They put on these goggles, and it was like a talk show. It was called Fecal Matters, and you put on the goggles, and you would see like highlights of shit everywhere. It was like on their faces, on their. It was hysterical. Yeah, check it out, Fecal Matters. All right, I'm, uh, I'm not going to do that, but I had a question about um, uh, maybe maybe Kevin, this is what your dad is kind of alluding to, but um, or father-in-law is alluding to, but I was listening to something because I am, you know, murder podcast. Um, I'm just a fanatic about crime, right. crime, true crime and all, but um, something about DNA that She's coming up with ways people to get are away with saying, murder, I, I just think it's fascinating. I just hope it doesn't happen to me. And, and if I ever have to commit it, I just want to do it right, you know? <laughs> um, but, um, they were talking about how DNA, it's tough though, because a lot of the time the sampling and testing for DNA that they're doing, it's already biased based a little bit. So they're testing samples a lot of the time. Cause, because like you said, there's so much DNA all over everything that some of the time they're testing based on who they kind of think might be a suspect because it takes so much effort to test all the DNA. So do you kind of agree that it's kind of like, that maybe that's kind of one of the hindrances, is that it's maybe a little bias-based? Well, I mean, I'd say like the labs, laboratories, the science base of it would say that it, that's irrelevant and they're just, they're running tests and all that's uh, accurate and, and, and they have procedures for that. But any testing that I've seen when they actually go out and do that, that there are biases that can affect those results. So they can do things like uh, if they say that, you know, can you test this female bone to tell us what the gender is, that it's more likely the testing will come back that it's female right. by doing that. Um, 
And so, yeah, I would definitely say that um, regardless of what all the scientists claim and the accuracy, I think that, that what people do to influence the results, that certainly can have adverse effects. Okay. Have you watched the new season of Making a Murder yet? I have not. I, I made it about halfway. I don't want to read anything about it now because I'm, I'm in. Because I kind of stayed away. And I remember a couple years ago you came on. Because that, that first episode or first season was, what, 2015? 15, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it was probably last year. Maybe maybe 18 months ago you came on and you were telling me about some, some updates in the case. And I, I sort of remember it, but I'm purposely blocking that out so I can watch the new season. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm it, looking forward to it, but I'm just so negative on Catherine Zellner now. I feel like... Um, her credibility is really taking a hit, and I haven't seen the show yet, so I okay, don't know. Don't how tell me why it's taking a hit. Yet. Okay, I don't want to know why, but I know that they really paint Ken Kratz, the original prosecutor, as just a slime ball, and well, whether I'm he is or not, to I don't see know. It, but I, I haven't started it yet, and so now hearing that, because the first one was so awesome, but I wasn't quite sure is the second one somehow is it tied in? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and that's it's what I thought. And I was like, Brandon, how are they going to do that? Dassey and yeah. uh, oh, I Stephen love Avery. It. I he have used to follow me on Twitter, but oh. then it turns out it was just his that. fan club. Oh, I was going to say, then he had to get back to the whole murdering thing. No, but um, Tay, Tay Diggs, he follows yeah? me. So. No yeah. way. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Um, I mean, recommend your friends that he should follow. What up, Tay? He's Tay Diggs. He's the handsome man, right? Very, He's very handsome quite fella. a handsome fella. Yes. <laughs> He's got to I'm not gay or anything, but. He's, He's got to be on one of those shave club <laughs> promoters because he is so smooth. Is. Very smooth man. Can I ask one question about uh, uh, to you, John? Because sure. I'm always excited to know. And I do follow you. And boy, you tweet a lot of times a day. Thank you. <laughs> a lot of times. At, <laughs> Thanks uh, for that. He. T-I-A-R-T-A-24. Inmates are running the asylum. Are running the asylum. That's, how, that's yeah. the only reason why I can find them, because I, I just try, figured out. I try to remember it. Um, but so just off the top of your head, top three favorite murder, true crime podcasts, top three favorite uh, shows. Ooh, like podcasts, uh, Dirty John is probably yep. one of my favorite podcasts, even though it's like a short series. Love it. It's just absolutely just pulls you in. Um, I really like True Crime Garage and Criminal, I'd say, off the top of my head. Those okay. are three that come come to mind. Okay. I would say Twisted Podcast. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> I just don't have time for many other podcasts. Uh, Savannah Steele, who was supposed to be here, but we are in the middle of a deluge. Is that the right word? Deluge. Deluge. Um, she couldn't show up, but she has a new podcast, and I've actually been, interv- I've been on her show, but I think... I don't know if it's been released yet. She might be building up the proper thing to do, build up a bunch of episodes and then release them. So Keep TBD. Yeah, Post it's TBD. called, uh, and she's not here, so I don't know what the name of it is. Um, we could. Maybe she doesn't want us to say yet. Yeah, we should call. We should just call her. Have well, I had tickets in. to my favorite podcast. Wait, t- tickets to a podcast called My Favorite Murder. Um, their tour, their live tour. It was at Deepak in Durham about two months ago. I've got the bracelet that says "Stay sexy, don't get murdered, um, stay out of the forest." I have, I had all my swag. I was so ready. Got there, come to find out, I had been swindled, and it was credit card fraud, and so I didn't get oh. to go in. But I was that one lone soul in my all my getup, uh, crying in the lobby of the Deepak while everyone else was in there listening to Georgia. Uh, it, it was but great. but other than that, it was a pretty good show. <laughs> other than that, 
I got to listen to it post-production. It was pretty swell. <laughs> so I highly recommend that one. So how is life in the um, only legal drug dealing business <laughs> in North Carolina? Soon to be. We're going to be taken over right. by the, the, the legal Booze. marijuana Booze, people uh, soon, though. But, but, um, but Kratom, I mean, uh, the other only legal one. Yeah, but it's, it's soon, soon pot to be legal. Cava. You think but really, it's going to happen. Well, C- CBD is is legal. I you, know, I mean, so. you can you can buy gummy hey, bears right down the road. Get this. Man. Get this. Tell me if this. Sorry to just. Hey, We're how's the business going? I'm going to jump jump on you. Ready? I um. So I I started getting political. I started talking a lot about because you know what. I, I have, there's because a reason why fuck I, it. There's a reason why I bring this up. <laughs> just do it. Because if you don't, right? If you let people bully you into saying what you can and cannot watch, then what the hell? What the hell did I put on a uniform for? I mean, what it's to, to to have people tell me that I can't say what's on my mind? Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if you disagree with that. And, and and I honestly would find myself saying like, oh shit, I shouldn't say that. And it's mm-hmm. like, why? I'm not saying anything like, uh, let's go. You know, I don't want to say anything that's going to be taken out of context. But so keep that in mind. Out of nowhere, Google drops my advertising, and I was like, "What? Why are you?" Ju-? And I get this thing. It's like your um, your podcast violates user conditions about. Um, I, it was this whole thing. It, it wasn't hate speech, but it was like. But God, it, what did you say? I didn't say anything. That's I feel the problem. Like right now is the perfect time to say Happy Veterans Day. And thank you to all of our servicemen and women who have fought. (laughs) Yeah, but the listeners don't know it's yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's right. This could be any day. Come on, on, Kevin. Come on, Kevin. You are one of them, and the man is trying to hold you down. Yeah, so uh, out of nowhere that happened. And I think the reason why I would bring that up is because the only thing I could think of is I was advertising CBD oil on my website. That's foolish. Yeah. That's absolutely ridiculous. But I think it's because I'm I'm out of the closet as a conservative libertarian. But here's the thing too. Think mm. about all of us people who are who who label ourselves technically fiscally conservative, center, even left when it comes to social issues, right? I don't care who you marry. I don't care what you smoke. I don't care about any of that. That's totally left. That's left wing shit right there. Even universal basic income. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I'm all on board with a lot of those things. Yet, I say one thing, and it could be a couple things. Um, That's the thing, man. That's, I mean, I love social media for a lot of reasons, but I hate it for the reason that it gives people, a, a it gives the individual a, a bigger voice than they should have sometimes. So yeah, you get one person who gets offended by one silly thing that you said, and they're, they're, they're writing Google and they're, I'm waiting they're, to get booted they're, they're just smashing them and they're just like look this guy's done this this so what does google do they don't they don't listen they just they're like okay here I, you I go you're no longer part they're not going to listen to the episode it's not like the guy's yeah quoting the episode he's just pissed off I, I mean we see it just with the bar man i mean we'll get if you look i mean we have on facebook mm-hmm. facebook reviews right we slash have slash revival 1869 yeah, go go to revival 1869 on 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 Facebook, you'll see we have a lot of really great reviews, ninety-eight percent five stars, right? And then we have a couple fours, no threes, maybe one, two, and then two one-star reviews. But if you read the one-star reviews, they're they're absolutely bullshit, man. I'm not taking it down either, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so so it's so it's bullshit. You know, one was from someone who couldn't even get in the door because we had a line and we were just slammed that night, and I had us we had to put a stop at the door and wait you know because we just you know that's just what you do and then the other one was from someone who tried to bring a um 
I don't know, like eight month year old baby into the bar, <laughs> and we have, and we had a uh, we have a policy. You know, you have, you must be twenty one. Like that's it. I don't care yeah. if you're. And the care. And the lady said something like, "Well, it's a it's a carryable or an arm baby." Yeah, or, what, why are you bringing a baby? And I'm like, "Why the fuck are you bringing?" Nothing. No, this is an adult environment. Yeah. We we created an experience for adults, and we don't need your crying baby. And the other thing is, is we don't have bathrooms set up for yeah. baby changing stations because we're not friendlies. Your we're fr- not your fucking Ruby Tuesdays. You do what you want. Right. So within five minutes of me telling her, "Ma'am, I'm sorry, you can't be in here," I'm not even kidding. My phone goes off because I get Facebook notifications and it's this lady blasting us with a one-star review saying, I cannot believe they threw us out. So it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I mean, social media gives people a voice. You, you allegedly offend one person and they're going to go, they're going to go fucking nuts. Do you, you know, know how you can translate a lot of that stuff? Like, I'll go into Twitter. Here, let me just read you this Twitter person thing that someone wrote me just well, While you're looking that up, I would say the upside of your two negative uh, re- uh, reviews are both of them were upset that they you didn't allow them into the establishment. So I think that's a real positive that sure. that's why they're upset, right? No, you're can't. absolutely right. So, so I'm very proud of our reviews. And even uh, fa- or Google, uh, Trip, TripAdvisor, Yelp, we've really nice. I mean, it's really great. We've done great. But um, yeah, but it's but 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 to the point. The reason I say that wasn't wasn't to talk about us. It was more, man. You're never going to win 100 percent of the population oh, yeah. or the listeners. And there's always going to be like one or two people that are just <laughs> going to be so pissed off, and they're going to they're going to be they're going to be so. We used to have one that lived in our neighborhood. We remember Janice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, I'll name her. She was terrible. She was awful. She was like the worst person, and she was just so loud and and angry all the time. And then she, I don't know. Fuck it. So, anyways, you know. Well, while you're looking that up, well, one thing I do want to say right is that it says me, g- me, 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 Well, but the one thing that I I kind of feel like is better about that flack that we got than the way yours got just completely shut down by you know the Google is that we just didn't touch it. We we responded promptly and with you know. Sorry, but here's why. No, we're unapologetic no about it. No well, no, if there was no sorry, but it was we're unapologetic about how we do and and here's why and and you know, we we hope that you'll come to visit us, but this is just how it is and here are reasons that you may not be thinking about outside your own little bubble. But what was great was that about social media is when you let other people respond and kind of handle things themselves when google comes up and goes sorry man we're just shutting your shit down that sucks but what ended up happening as a result of that was we said our one very politically correct but very much we're not backing down response then all these people start responding with like hey you know there's also this other really great service it's called a babysitter (laughs) you know and and there were people going it's a baby in, in a, a bar. bar. That's a movie. <laughs> so it's like, kind of like let the people figure it out themselves. You don't. You don't need like Facebook didn't need to come in and shut that down. It's kind of like the people did it with their own comments. How do you feel that, um, or have you felt since this bar kind of falls into that new? It's not new. I would call it a. What's the word when you go back to a tradition? Retro. No, well, I don't, not really retro. This uh, renaissance in. In creativity and craftsmanship. It's also a revival. Right. Ooh, a revival nice. of craftsmanship. Which is why we good, called Mike. it. Because <laughs> you find like there's places now where you can get a shave where it's like old school. Guy's got a straight razor and a leather apron and it's like vintage. vintage. But it's more yeah. like uh, it, you've seen it happen over the last maybe 10 years or so. It's, maybe it's even less. It's a craft. Yeah, You're yeah. returning to more of a 
more of a craft than a fast food service do you sort think, of industry. Do you think you're doing better now because of that than you would have done, say, 15 years ago? I mean, are you feeling the... Yeah. The, oh, okay. yeah. So the guys who were the, the big trailblazers who really got this thing going in New York and L.A., you know, they started about 15, 20 years ago. There, this really wasn't a craft bartending movement until... 15, 20 years ago, and it started happening in these towns. Well, then it kind of expanded and expanded, which is, I mean, really, I mean, we learned about it. We both were bartenders in a past life, so it was kind of like, hey, let's 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 move with it. Let's just change this and make drinking. You know, in another way, something else, it's just a healthier way of drinking. I know that sounds freaking crazy, but when you think of, like, what John and I were talking about earlier today, it's like, you know, you get a margarita or, or a whiskey sour at most places, and it's made with, you know, if it's a margarita, it's just it's some garbage. crappy it's some yeah. crappy tequila, and it's a sweet and sour mix. Well, what's in that sweet and sour mix? It's a lot of preservatives, artificial sweeteners, flavors, high fructose corn syrup. But when you get one made here or at another craft bar, craft cocktail bar, it's made with fresh squeezed uh, lime juice. We're using uh, a really nice... Uh, uh, orange um, liqueur, uh, a house made agave syrup, you know, and then a really nice tequila to go to go with it. And the same with our whiskey sour, we're using fresh squeezed uh, lemon juice, house made simple syrups, an egg white, Angostura bitters with our bourbon. So you're getting you're getting a healthier product, you're getting a better tasting product, and then you're not waking up in the morning with like some crazy headache, hangover, because you're not just pumping your body full of garbage just to get drunk and. And whatever. So I think it's a, it's a return to that, and I think it's just a better way of being. Same way with barber shops, you know, you can go to anywhere and get your beard yeah. cut or face shaved or whatever those, haircut. Like, well, it used to, to be the like neighborhood legit, guy. I knew the neighborhood guy. Everyone went. Well, it's to community, him. man. Yeah. I mean, it's a community, and, then and that's supercuts everywhere. Yeah, you're right, and that's what we have here. We have a community as well. You know, we get a lot of regulars that come in, and we meet a lot of folks, and it's just really nice. Same same with the barber shops. You know, you're getting a better quality product. The guys actually take time. To cut your hair, now, it t- takes twice as long to do it, but you're getting a, you're getting that attention to detail, and I think that's what there's a calling. There, people want to return to that, you know, the fast food yeah. industry, mega malls, and that took us all away from it, and now you're seeing there's a return to it, and like the same thing with historic downtowns, you're seeing a lot of towns are starting to really blow up because no one wants the major corporate chain stuff. They want the identity, they want the attention to the detail, they want that individual attention that you just can't get in those major markets and i think a bar fits right into it our bar fits right into that the barber fits right into that yeah. you know and with like i mean all craftsmanship like you go to furniture i mean think about what our grandparents if they bought a piece of furniture the reason why it got handed down from generation to generation is because someone built it it's you know some shitty yeah piece. it's not something you just throw <laughs> away when you're done yeah right you ever smash one of those and it's just that yeah it's like cardboard <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. It's particle board yeah all that um, well that's something that's important i think at the part of what blows people away is we all I mean we all know how we're, we're doing a podcast right now you know you as a as a physician you know you as a assistant. as well, okay anyway so all <laughs> of us in our in our professions you know you don't have anyone that's just like you know think about in the 60s when it was like you don't question teachers your priest your doctor they just say and you just shake your head and say oh thank you so much well now it's the age of the educated consumer and now not necessarily we can't yet figure out a way to manufacture intelligence but people want to know where things are coming from or how it's done and and that's part of what what you know we do so well with is that 
we're very, very, it's all open out in the front, that everything is fresh, that we're doing all of it in front of you, that people will say, well, ooh, well, what is that in that little tincture bottle? And we'll tell you exactly what it is. And people are like, man, if I knew how to make something like this, and it's like, well, in the world that we live in now, where you can go and find the information anywhere, the fact that we'll do these things that blow their minds, and then I'll take one of our postcards and I'll write down step by step to the to the eighth of an ounce how to do something and hand it to them, and they're like, oh, "You share that with us?" And we're like, "Yeah, it's not like the secret sauce at you know McDonald's or or somewhere. It's 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 just we're doing something in a very authentic way." And we're doing it with pride and we're doing it with quality ingredients and none of it's a secret. It's crazy because that revival of or just that vintage way that everyone's so excited about. It's all it is is strip down all the bullshit and just do it the way it was meant to be. A patient will come in and I'm so sick of looking at their 15 medicines. And I'm like, why do you take this? Why do you take that? Well, I take that. You know how many people are on a cholesterol medicine? That's not a benign medicine. Like, your body needs cholesterol. If your cholesterol is out of whack, it's because you're feeding yourself shit and your body doesn't know what to do with it. So now your cholesterol is all out of whack. If you can get yourself back to the way your ancestors ate, all of a sudden your cholesterol, no matter what number it is, you look at certain ratios, if if doctors even bother to do that, you look at certain ratios and you go, oh, yeah, your cholesterol is 300, but it, again, I'm not going to get into that, but these ratios are right in line. You're actually, you're fine. You're fine at 300, but a doctor will look at that and say, well, it, it's it's twofold. He'll look at it and say, oh, your, your cholesterol is 240. Here's a pill. All right. Well, did you bother telling them what's going on? What why what does 240 mean? You know, what does what do advanced tests show? What will this medicine do to you in the long run? Do you know why we're having a like a boost in a boost, a um, spike in in neuro issues and dementia and all that is because your brain has football. Yeah, well, there's that. A lot of people <laughs> playing football. Your brain has what's called myelin sheath that, that, or your nerves that cover the nerves and it gives it like insulation. Those are made of cholesterol. You start shooting people's cholesterol down to like 120, 130 uh, artificially through this medicine that's going through their liver and totally screwing everything up. Also giving, or, uh, also giving people diabetes. Those medicines, I've seen it happen, will give people diabetes. Well, it, it takes away that insulation in the brain. Now their they're, uh, neurons aren't firing off and they're not remembering stuff. I mean, it's just, and that's just one example. That's one medicine. It's funny. Just coincidentally last night while I was, while I was making my grandma's old fashioned lasagna, I was listening to Malcolm Gladwell's revisionist history. Do you listen to that? Mm -mm, Oh man. (gasps) Especially this season. Hard plug. Come on guys. Send us some um, sponsorship money. Malcolm Gladwell. He does revisionist history. He's he's also, he's an author. Yeah, he's yeah. an author. When I hear revisionist history, I get a little my I get a little oh, wary. He's, he's oh, brilliant. he's brilliant. Well, is he like well the well? There's the one Americans from last night. And neo-colonialism no, 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 no. no. He's, he's brilliant. But wait, the one from last night was how how are we? How is the son supposed to honor his father and blah blah blah? And the whole story was about his father, Dr. France. He did this. He did probably one of the biggest studies on cholesterol and saturated fats and you know vegetable oils versus you know animal oils and stuff like that and and how it was so brilliant but how like just cutting all of that out or a pill to you know like your cholesterol is too high you have that people the 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 mortality rate 
was actually higher because because they were replacing all of these healthy fats yeah. and oils and everything with this. It's like you're on fire. I'm gonna give you a stuff. blanket to protect you. Oh, you're still on fire. I'm going to give you more blankets to try right. to cut. It's like, no, put the fucking fire out. Right. <laughs> and then suddenly you have no heat. And so you die. It's like you need some of the stuff and just taking a pill for everything or just cutting out all things, saturated it's, fats or the, of cholesterol. There's a way of balancing it. The problem you would is love it's, this. it's so it's so difficult. It's so difficult to convince people because so here's my number one thing. And I've brought this up on the past. Uh, I had Jason Seabon. He was a uh, author about. Uh, I can't remember the name Ventures. of his book. Uh, what's that? Ventures? No, Jason Sieb. He does. Uh, oh, I no, no, Jason. So he um, he brought this thing to my and and out of all the things I've ever learned in medicine, this guy brought something to my attention that I think about every day now when I go in to see a, a patient. So a patient will come in there, and nine out of ten times they're going to be overweight or obese, and they're having and they're here for a reason because it's related to that. So then I'll say, have you thought about your weight and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but then you're going to tell me to stop eating donuts. And then here's the, here's the thing is when a person, <laughs> John says no. Svelte John says no to, to donuts. So uh, the, what I like to call the white Tay Diggs. <laughs> so <laughs> see how I brought that around? That's called skill. That's podcasting skill right there. Um, now I just told, oh, so you take someone that looks in the mirror and they say to themselves in the morning, oh, great, look at you. You're fat, you're ugly, and you're not good enough, you're blah, 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 blah. And they just beat the shit out of themselves. And then I'm supposed to take away their donut, the only thing that tastes good, or the only thing that gives them that like boost, that, oh, because you get that reward. And then they go on their way to work and like, oh, look, there's a Starbucks. I'm going to drink this garbage, and that's going to make me feel good until I get to work and I see myself in the mirror, and I'm going to hate myself, so then I'm going to eat the chocolate that's in the... And it's like constant, this... this this hatred towards themselves and then rewarding themselves to make themselves feel better. And then you take someone and you tell them like, I have patients. I'm like, eat a steak, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't care. You'll lose the weight and you'll feel better. But when you, the problem is, I don't know if you ever, well, I mean, it's what I do. I eat basically meat and vegetables. You don't get like you eat and then you feel full and then you don't have that uh, you know, that reward that like if you just ate a piece of mom's apple pie, you get that kind of feel good right now. You don't get that. The high is gone. It's like switching a methadone. <laughs> what was the advice, though, that he gave you or what he said to you that you think oh, about every day? Well, that he said that, you, you know, you're telling a woman who you're, most you're taking away their joy. You're taking away their joy. Yeah. Who? Well, it's self-loathing. Ninety uh, something percent. Dove did this thing. Ninety something percent of women. They asked him if they felt beautiful about themselves or they, if they thought they were beautiful, said no. So now you're dealing with 98% of people who don't like themselves and, and are self-medicating with, with food. It's just tricky. It's, it's, but to bring that all back to the, the craftsmanship, I mean, that's, that's what a physician's supposed to do. Back in the old days, they, they knew you. They saw you at the store. They, they knew your family. They saw you from cradle to grave. And now you go to a dock in the box and you have a runny nose and they give you an antibiotic and now you're making super infections and, oh, your cholesterol's high. Here's a pill. Get out of here. I got to see 10 more people this hour just to pay the bills because I have 40 people working for me to negotiate my way around uh, insurance. It's just, yeah, whole system's broke. How and do that, you really feel? Yeah. <laughs> so. And you, you have that same, like, to bring it all back around, this you you bear that burden of of trying to get people on board and somehow get excited about 
choosing the healthier option. Choose life. Without being <laughs> without being judged. I choose, I choose life. life. Yes. Without <laughs> be, without being Great like um, you know, everything ninety eight percent of their lives and their selves is self loathing and you don't want to just propagate that when every time they go to the doctor and they're like, yeah, he says I'm a big fat piece of crap. And <laughs> I all I got to do, all I got to do to get better is just like make myself more miserable. Well, we have to be very careful to we're We're giving people something that's, it's very much an aside from what they're used to, you know, and, and it's, it's, it does cost more and you will wait an extra 45 seconds to a minute to get your cocktail. That's just going to say 45 minutes for a cocktail. But no, 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 um, <laughs> we are expanding. Um, but also the last thing you want to do is make people feel bad for like when people come in, they're like, I just want, I don't know, like a shot of fireball and a Coors Light. Like, no, we don't carry that stuff. But, but you're not an you're not an asshole for for wanting that, and we're not assholes for not serving it. It's just it's got to be it's one of those like. But if that's if that's what you like, just there's something else that's out there, and just give us a tiny bit of trust and faith, and get a little excited about it, and we'll make you things that you'll like, and that's that thing is you get to know your customer, and they. Get, develop trust in you and then they come in and they're like man i can't go anywhere in this world and order a cocktail and it's anywhere near as good because you guys just know how to do what i like yeah the the other thing um we have to be very careful of is over serving so uh, and we've dealt with this a few times and it's some of our regulars we'll see them once or twice a week and they've they've straight up They've told me before they start drinking some of the reasons why they're drinking. Yeah. And they're drinking, and it's a self-medication, you know, because it makes them feel good. Um, It takes their mind off stuff. And then we have to be very careful because I have to make sure they get home safe. And there's been a bunch of different times where I've had to use my Uber or my Lyft app. So I'm paying for it. To get these guys home safe. <laughs> What's the and difference? It, and then it, but it, it's so funny because I'm like, man, they've only had like one or two drinks, you know, within one or two hours. Here. Yeah, here. I don't know where they were before, <laughs> yeah. but they're they're fine. They're great. They're talking. And the next thing I know, like that, they're done. And I'm like, son of a bitch. You know, and it's like, I know that wasn't us that did it. So they must have had something before. But, you know, it's it's so it's such a strange place sometimes to be you know 99% of the times it's never something you have to worry about most people are very responsible it's only the few that come in and next thing you know you're playing therapist and we have and the, like, almost that same obligation as, as you is like do no harm you know we're here providing something that's that's fun and great but Last at the same legal American drug dealers at the same time American we are technically we are. I'm a drug dealer <laughs> I'm your pusher baby I stopped doing I stopped doing um, opiates it sounds Wait. like Whoa, what? isolate that isolate Wait, that congratulations uh, okay. stop bumping opiates off my uh, hey you need something to start the day off no I mean I stopped prescribing them oh I'm not going to be part of that problem yeah good there's this theory there's that. this theory I've talked to some people. They're like, "Why? It's a medicine. Give it to them." People are. What, what do you think the problem is? It's. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you in a utilitarian fashion why people are doing heroin now. Why people are so fucked up is because oxycontin. They changed the recipe, so you can't crush it. You can't smoke it, and they shut down a lot of these um, 
what are they called? Like, uh, you can go in with your own MRI and people will just write you. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, th- yeah. I think it's, um, it's a huge problem. I think it's a, me- I think it's, yeah, I don't know. Huh. I think it's, uh, that people with strong support structure network, uh, social networking where they have family, maybe not blood rel- relatives, but, um, friends, you know, that they consider family and they have a very strong social network probably are not as hooked on those sort of things as those who don't. So, you know, the reason I think, I think a lot of the reason, cause I see it here with alcohol, right? With that one, 1% that comes in and they tell us, Hey man, I, I need a drink. <laughs> yeah. Here's my day. This is what's going on. And then it's like, cool. You know, if you're only doing that once, you know, every once in a long while, whatever man not no harm no foul but if you're doing that on the regular which you know you gotta be very careful about that so if it's like every other day you're coming in and you're like damn i need a drink you know because i had this long day well i think a lot of the problem is is they don't have a a strong support a social network that they can go to and really you know have the the, the friends there and you know you can talk through your problems and they can offer support and they give that loving family that i think we all need as humans you know the ones that don't have that they're finding other ways to get it or to take away the pain. It's a temporary fix, but they're doing it through alcohol or using drugs like heroin and whatever else to take away the pain temporarily because they don't have that network. And the politicians think just taking away the drugs is going to fix Well, how fuck? Problem. No, that's not going to fix it. Like taking away the guns. It's not going to take away yeah. crime. The, the, the bad guys are still going to get Something's guns. Something's wrong. Something is broken in the human or, spirit. Yeah, I right. Think, it's, I think it's what it is. And I, you know, social media is a, is a problem, but it's also it could also be... It could also be the cure, too. I mean... You ever see Blackfish? I think we brought this up on the podcast. Yes. What is Blackfish? Yes. It's about a, um, an orca that's killed, like, three people. It, like, lives in SeaWorld. <laughs> and they, it's, it's behind... They, they don't even it use it like, anymore. It sounds like the, st- like the the start of a great B-rated yeah, horror yeah. movie. Like, well, this thing, this, this has killed the three killer people. orca. Yeah. And the thing went nuts. It sits in its tank, and it's, like, its fin is all flopped over, mm-hmm. and it's just... But humans are the same way. Humans are supposed to be taken down mastodons. Is that the woolly mammoth? Uh, yes, that's okay. a mastodon. Is, Is it? That? I thought it was a pterodactyl. No, that's not. No, that's, that's a pterodactyl they fly. flies. They fly. I don't fucking know. <laughs> They're dinosaurs, guys. Let's keep so, it. <laughs> so people are supposed to be taken down <laughs> big game, like the, the Indians. The, um, they used to chase buffalo. Yeah, Feather but think about that life. Did you know I read oh. the book Tribe? Actually, this is very pertinent on topic. I, I understood you. I, I didn't the know book, if um, feather or dot. The bu- well, now, now I gotta edit that out. Or I'm gonna get hate mail. No. Uh, yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks okay. <laughs> One of the representatives is present, guys. I sanctioned his comment. It's okay. You're a you're an Indian. Yes. Like my feather. Okay. Her, her mom. She's fifty percent. Oh, really? Her mom's a hundred percent. So makes. Did you take the twenty three and me, and you were one 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 thousand? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I had to do it because I did IVF. We did. We had to do IVF, so I know like my whole entire breakdown. And you know what's funny about so legit. like as kids, I grew up in New Hampshire and and we idolized Indians like we wanted to be in, we'd run through the woods. We'd make our own bow and arrows. We'd try to kill things, not <laughs> each other, but we idolized Never. them like we had this vision of these badasses that just lived off the land. Um, I want to go in two directions now. One if America celebrates that, right? Let's say we celebrate that, the Apache attack helicopter. That's a badass helicopter. I've seen it in action. It's, if you, if you need help and that thing comes flying in, awesome. Mm-hmm. 
But there's some people that say, no, we don't want that. We don't, we think that's, that's, you're portraying Indians as warring people. And although some might have been that way, um, I find it insulting to take the name down. How do you And the ones, they're not even, they're not even Indians. The ones that are saying that. That's that's what always trips me out. The ones that are always offended the most are, you're not even part of that group. But it's like, it's the same thing that I remember, I grew up in Florida. They're part of a. The offender, they're, <laughs> they all fit into one category usually. No, they do. I mean, they're oh, right, right, right. But they're not. They're not the. Uh, they're not the Indians, yeah. right? So, so I remember I grew up in Florida, right? And there was a big thing. There was a lot of liberals that kept trying to push FSU to change their mascot from Seminoles because they're known as the Seminoles, right? And it's not a caricature. It's like a. It's no, like a stoic but the Indian, Seminole right? tribe, the tribe that's in Florida, where they, where they, they're paying homage to the Seminole tribe. Yeah, they're like, no, man, like this is great. We're we're a hundred percent for it yeah. because the school kind of gives money back it's to them. It's something that I and I just don't get. And they're doing it in a very respectful manner, and they're doing the the tribal paint and all this sort of thing in a very respectful manner. So the Seminole Indians are they're totally they're they're great. They're good with it, but all these like. You know, middle class white liberals are like, no, no, you can't do this, and mm-hmm. it's like, what the fuck? They're totally. They're, mm-hmm. It's the same thing that happened with the what was it? The Redskins. They they got in a bunch of shit at one time they, with the yeah. NFL team. Well, the Cleveland know? Indians. They're ch- well, here's Cleveland, the difference. I, I yeah, get it's, it's unreal, man. I can to play devil's advocate. All right, the Cleveland Indians mascot, which I don't know what he's called, Chief something, but uh, it's a caricature of an Indian. And if you don't like that. Okay, I get it. I get it. But, the, but don't take away the Indians. But the like Seminoles in no, that's FSU, a, Florida State yeah. Group, that's a the tribe a, is 100% for it. Yeah. They, they back the school and the school backs them and it's a, and it's a very symbiotic thing that well, they I'll have. Def- I'll definitely tell you just from from my my heritage standpoint. And just just from every from everything where there's a a, a very very Personalized uh, instance. Lumby. Um, Lumby. Okay. Yes, yes. That's the local tribe. There's okay. very that. things that are very personalized and that and that go back very far. People have very very strong beliefs <laughs> and ties, and they'll stand behind very hard. But then again, no pun intended. Nothing is ever black or white. So there's always in in all cultures and all races and genders and everything else. There's this very weird balance and imbalance in wanting to be recognized so that's a big thing with with the you know the american natives wanting to be federally recognized as like a respect thing but also when you're federally recognized there are monies available so there's something financial to be gained too but then at the same time you want to be separated from the other tribes but you want to get equal recognition that all the other tribes get, a.k.a. we want to get all the same shit you get. But we don't want to be reserve, reservated. You know, we, we want to live free on the land. But then we don't want you to, you know, like make jokes about however, like all we do is gamble and, and drink alcohol. But we want to gamble and drink alcohol. <laughs> it's just, So it's just there's so much. And then there's always people who will like kind of jump on the jump on the cause and then there's other like you said like these middle class white people who have nothing to do with it but they just kind of don't have anything to do with their day yeah and all their cats are fed so they're like we're gonna get on the i truly don't don't get the i so people perseverate Mm -hmm. on um 
the history of the United States and they say, okay, historically we've done some awful things, which it, it, you can't argue that we have, we had slavery for, I don't know how long it was a while, a couple hundred years. <laughs> it was a long yeah. time. <laughs> Sometime. but, but we also, we also live in a country where we got rid of slavery. We got mm-hmm. rid of Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not celebrating the fact that yes, it, it, first of all, history isn't 2020. You're looking, you're looking through history through the lens of your modern world. So mm-hmm. people who say history's 2020 or hindsight's 2020, it's it's wrong because in those yeah, days, those people were living. What's that? No, I, I agree with you yeah. because it's oh, not the history is written by the winners, so it's impossible yeah, by the for winners it to be 2020. And yeah, through the lens of the time that they won, so they exactly they truly right. thought that people were mm-hmm. were subhuman and all that. In what those what days. trips me we, out about America right now? And I'll be I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say this. Normally I keep this close, but. Now that's what the new podcast is. We, <laughs> <just> <laughs> <getting all laughs> we let it fly. I'll tell you, man, what really what really trips me out, and and I, and it's not like I take it personally. It's just it really trips me out. Is w- the Civil War? The Confederate States drafted a constitution, and they wanted to become their own country. They wanted to leave America and become the Confederate States, right, or the United States, and leave it. But we still have all these statues. And the only reason I'm, I'm, I'm kind of bringing it up because, you know, recently a lot of these statues have been, you know, a lot of groups have been going out and, and ripping them down and tearing them down. Yeah, a lot of rich white kids. <laughs> you're right. You're right. And, 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 and I'm not telling you, I'm not, I'm not for it. I'm not against it. I'm just, I guess more than anything, I'm surprised we even have these statues for the Confederate States. I mean, you're literally talking yeah, about a traitor. A you're talking about a, a group of people that wanted to leave our country as we know it, the United States. They wanted to create their own completely their own it's like if germany still had statues of hitler it's like well yeah. he was one of ours you know he was yeah, yeah. he was a german and he wanted to do better by germany and he thought taking over the world was the way to do it so we should honor him and whatever whatever but we still have, <laughs> we still have like stonewall jackson you know monuments and shit and, and that guy, the guy he wanted to leave america he yeah. wanted to create his own who's with the a, a group of people yeah. that wanted to create their own country they weren't Americans. Well, it's worth having a discussion over. Absolutely, it's it's amazing to me that this is still a ice, ice machine. Ice it's amazing machine. that it's th- that so we're, that we're okay with that, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. it could because I, and especially now, when when we talk about our presidents, right? We, I mean, you get the the right wing hardcore right wing guys blasted Obama, and they're like, well, he was never a citizen. He's a traitor. He did this and this. Now you're getting a lot of the liberals blasting Trump for the same thing. Yet we still honor the Confederates, and we're like, well, they were our brothers, and we get it that they, they wanted to leave our country to start their own country, but for some reason we're still in love with this I thing. Think, it's, it's become romanticized, and it's yeah. like, what the fuck, man? They literally said, screw you, we're going to create our own country, we don't want to be part of that, and and then now we brought them back in and we coddled them. And then we're like, oh, it's okay, little Confederates. You're okay. Here's some statues to feel good about yourself. And and then I'll look at it. It's, it's crazy. There's still Confederate yeah. flags flying. And the Confederate flag is a symbol of, in my opinion, treason. Yeah. They left our country. They did. It's a good argument. It's, <laughs> it's a amazing. Good argument. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I get it. that's I mean, the thing that, that really blows my mind more. You know, we've done a lot of shitty things as Americans. Slavery, women not allowed to vote. Well, actually, still today, women make a lot less money than men do. You know, it's remarkable. Those yeah, that's blankets with the smallpox. And that stuff. was actually not true. That was one of those. It, <laughs> it was during that. I actually just heard about this. It, there were these two high-ranking generals who were like, they were they were trying to figure out what to do with this tribe, and some one of them was like, well, we could just give them blankets with smallpox on it, 
And that guy's like, what are you, an idiot? And We're all going to catch him. And they did. No, they didn't. They no, didn't actually no, do it. They actually um, well, they I guess not. whether they did or they didn't, my point is, is even during World it, War II, yeah. we had camps for yeah, Japanese, Japanese Americans. All the Japanese well, the Japanese were, were lopping people's heads off, too, overseas. Yeah. But I also... Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're talking about in Japan while they were fighting a war, but the Japanese Americans were being put in camps. And those were Americans that just happened to be... I'm sure it was. The Democrats are actually worse than any... <laughs> They're all the worst. I'm not a side. I don't care anymore. I'm like right. I'm a, I'm a libertarian. I'm a hardcore well, just libertarian. To circle man. around, it, I guess as as a um as the I don't know to speak as the brown the brown side of us Americans, like my my mother. I'm half Native American, but you know my dad's black. But also you know you know like all the talk about it's really fun. It is, guys. It's so fun to be like ugh the white man keeping us down and there's so many jokes so many jokes you know that you can well, make you're allowed and, to use humor and it's but fun but at the same time it's not it's so unfair and I, I feel like for me to say it as as you know that's not my primary culture but it is very unfair to say that like you know white america has is responsible for all these horrible things because I can say my parents and grandparents who are alive will tell you that 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 there's there's racism and segregation and all of that classism amongst all of the different groups it's not just white people because my mother is Native American and you know there's that when you're thinking about Native Americans and English, you know, Caucasian people. But also my mother dated and then married a black man. And in the Native American community, that was blasphemy. It was like, whoa, we may be the, the lesser people, but you don't go and marry the lesser, lesser people. You know, it, and so my grandmother married an there Italian. There was a lot of and that, that. Was like blasphemy back in the <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. So it's not just about like you know the like. What say you, John? White American. Well, I think there's 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 also uh, there's racism um, in, in within the races. I mean, think about when the Irish came to America way back in the day. I mean, the early what 1900s, and the you know they got shit on for a long time. Oh, yeah, no you Irish know. need apply. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, the big thing in New York, and that was like they were given the shitty jobs, and you know, maybe hardcore construction workers working thirty feet up building skyscrapers, fascinating, thirty three hundred feet up. When you look at like the Tammany Hall and mm-hmm. all the, it's the remarkable, man. Guys with two by fours forcing people to. I mean, when you look at the history of New York <laughs> City, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it so is, before it's, I it's, step it's, away for a I, moment, maybe yeah. I'll take a, a note from Kevin and do the podcast. Come Ooh. around, reach around. Circle back around. Get weird again. Whatever it's called, um, it it I sent, it just kind of dawned on me how all of the things we've been talking about, it's all somehow this need to relate to people. Like we know, we know how how good or bad we are based on how we need to you know level people on like well. I may be this, but they're down here and these people are up here. That's where I, that's how I know I feel comfortable here. And the same way with like health and what have you like, you know, well, there's those people who are, oh, 
you I know, don't, morbidly obese. I may be like kind of fat, but you know, that's okay. And I then would there's venture the people who come in here who drink, you know, like the, the stories, and I know exactly who he's referring to, the people who come in and it's like, whoa, you know, you come in and, and it's like, man, we're not our brother's keeper, but gosh, you come in and you just get obliterated. But that's not alcoholism because they could go to the ABC store and just buy a bottle of booze and drink alone. Why do you keep pointing at me? Because I feel like you're just, it's something about our relation. We know who we are in relation to other people around us. Do you, do you think that most people think too much or don't think enough? Uh, I think I think both, but I definitely think there is no sense of self without the presence of others. What, what do you mean by that, John? What what makes you ask that question? Well, I mean, I feel like I mean a lot of the problems in society are people are overthinking things, especially about themselves. But then on some level, like you were talking about people coming into your office. I mean, there's a lot of people. I mean, they know they're fat. Mm-hmm. But are they really, I mean, do they really know? You know, like there's that denial level as Changing well. Changing baselines, man. If you go and you just, just sit at a gas station where you're filling up and look at the people walking in and out of the store. It's like the average person has 50 pounds of extra weight around their gut. So the baseline is now you need to, that's normal. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think they do know. I don't think they know. I, I don't know if you remember, and this is like when we were kids or, I mean, younger at least, I remember that like for a woman, if you were five foot tall, you're supposed to be 100 pounds, and then you add five pounds for every inch. Uh, you and, just spit that out like you were. <laughs> oh, I have that on, on the ready. Wow, where did, and and if you, where did you learn that? That's, I mean, and the thing is, if you bring that up, women look at you like you're crazy now. Good housekeeping? Was that yeah, what I'm was? sure. Yeah, I mean, this was probably in the 80s that that was a, a number like that. But, uh, you know, when I was in high school, that was probably the right number need to lose weight smoke lucky strike Um. (laughs) well how do you know like is there medically kevin Mm -hmm. is has there of all the studies is there some like sort of baseline of like what we've figured out pretty much this is what healthy is everyone is going to have a there was a different time where it was like fat was healthy and okay. it showed it showed this is like this is money. The honest to goodness you want to be as healthy as you could ever be and be whatever your baseline is or whatever it is move every day in some way that doesn't mean go to a gym and do crossfit if you enjoy it then do crossfit right i enjoy crossfit but i also have bad joints so i can't do it as much as i used to but if you move the way your body's meant to move move your joints move your legs move your arms get outside get in the sunshine um every single day again just define what it means. I have people that are like, well, I can't afford a gym. I'm like, pick up your kid and go for a walk in the neighborhood. That's what your ancestors did. Um, Number two, eat. If you can kill it, you can eat it. If you can grow it, you can eat it. Don't look beyond that. So if you can pick it out of the ground or shoot it, game on. And you'll return to a level where your your body will change. Now, people are some people who've been eating ho-hos and donuts for the last 40 years and whose blood sugar is through the roof and whose insulin levels are through the roof and who have just had years and years of obesity, it's going to be harder for them to get to that baseline, but their body will reset. Do you, um, as a, you know, as I'm, I'm just, just going to call you a doctor. It's I'm boring. always just going to call you a doctor, Kevin. Yeah. Um, is it better to do cold turkey and just like for those people who 
are morbidly obese and to just immediately go or is it is well, it kind the of trick. like any Therein lies other the drugs magic pill right so the magic pill is everyone's trying to sell you some way to lose weight everybody whether it's a exercise routine whether it's a pill whether it's a protein shake if there's any time someone comes to me they're like oh what do you think about this i've lost 10 pounds i'm like someone's trying to make money off you the che- the cheapest way what was the question again you said well, uh, it's just that should people square root of is there a, is there a way to say the morbidly obese uh-huh. oh should they yeah. tomorrow start well, doing the hunter gatherer thing or should they not, because not it's a drug like a, the body reacts like it's a drug yeah it's 90 percent of people are going to fail and i have to i think about that on the like i come in and i'm like yeah you're not going to lose weight but but it's because, and I like to think that the reason why that many people fail is because we haven't addressed it the way it's supposed to be addressed. So I'll sit down for hours with people. I had one patient, hour and a half, all we did is figure out what this person's values are. A lot of these people don't value anything. And when we can get in to find out what are your values, why did you get up today? Why did you do this? Why did you do that? What made you smile? And then we start cracking through the surface and we find something inside that makes them want to make meaningful changes. There's values, there's vision, there's, um, there's a whole bunch of uh, aspects, and I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm, I'm actually taking a course at Duke in integrative medicine to learn because to me, I, I s- it's like every single day you go into a job where it's just failure, right? People either take their medicines or they don't, but you can't fix them. And and, that, and that's not me. That's medicine. It's just, and I needed something to to hang my hat on so I could. I don't know. I was burning out. I only been doing this for eight years. But seven Kevin, years. I think you're you're dealing with something that previous uh, generations have not had to deal with. Yeah, no. Which is the vast majority of problems that are coming to you are self inflicted. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, people yeah. used to go to a doctor because. They got stung by something, or I got the right. They got some kind of <laughs> disease. Yeah, it's not because they haven't gone for a walk in four years. Yeah, or they're or up till three in the morning on their cell phone, right. eating processed garbage. And so the vast majority of things that I would think people are going to the doctor for are things that they just need to be smacked in the head, and they would probably fix them. They they correct a lot of it. I I um, get what you're saying, but. Uh, and I've even tried that method. It just it, it doesn't, doesn't work. <laughs> no, I know it doesn't, it doesn't register work. with people. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing I is, think it all also comes back to they don't have a strong support network. It, they don't. There's no self worth, man. So the people that they're hanging out with and they're drinking with or eating with are just like them. They have a low self worth. They don't have a strong network. It goes back to the drug thing. You know, the reason these guys are on the opiates and all this other stuff is because there's no there's no connection to people. Yeah. They're, they're dehuman, dehumanized. So what do you do? It's like what you said in the beginning, you know, you eat the donut because it makes you feel good. Well, why does it make you feel good? Well, because you have no one else in your life to help you feel good. But the donut is always going to be there sort of thing. So, you know, if we had more, you know, if there was teams, there was athletic groups, there were even bowling, you know, get get involved in the community somehow, make good friends and healthy relationships and i think you get rid of a lot i mean you know why crossfit does as well as it does because they they created a community they created a group and everyone is extremely supportive and they encourage everyone no matter what the skill level is or how obese they are so that people lose weight because now they're in a group where they they feel good yeah and now that that environment it, it tastes better than that donut did seldom does someone go into fix a problem and have find one answer to it this is so i how did you lose 300 pounds i started running 
you did a hell of a lot more than just run. Oh, you're obviously looking. You feel better about yourself. You're eating better. You're spending time with your family. It's a, it's a whole. It's a big approach. thing, and it, you can't do it by yourself, especially in the world we live in. To be by yourself and to do different things like athletic things or eat healthy, it's almost impossible. Social media doesn't allow that to happen. To so it's almost more. Yourself. It's almost. It's almost harder. To, to get started but in, in some regards it's almost easier to get started if you can get in the right groups and you have the right yeah right, if you get yeah. the right support network but that's the trouble that's the, the, that's the, that's what you got to get it's brilliant oh, sorry I, I think it's brilliant brilliant that you're as a oh, shit i keep calling it that. i don't know why i just feel the need to pay you compliments kevin <laughs> i haven't seen you enough but as a doctor i think it's brilliant that you're seeing that need assistant. to to doc, uh, the assistant to the so doctor's says my paycheck. The, the assistant to <laughs> the doctor's to the secretary, doctor. <laughs> yeah, janitor. Um, my title but, actually makes no sense. There's no apostrophe s. It's just physician assistant. Physician it was supposed to be assistant, assistant physician, like a right. assistant, like assistant AP. professor or something like that. Yeah. But so, then somehow, it, and I think that's the way it originally yeah. was, and then it became physician assistant i don't know how that happened no, well it just, just know no as sense. the public i don't know what the hell whenever we, we see your name and pa after it we're always like i want that one i don't want dr so and so i want the pa because i don't know it just seems like you guys care more but i that like the courses that you're taking now i think it's because you're you're seeing in your your generation of doctors physician assistants, whatever you want to call them, are seeing how Medical providers. going and just saying there's there's less people coming to you saying, I've got the rickets or, yeah. you know, I have something I need. I need to be cured, a pill, take, get a shot, whatever. But and because we're moving out of that, you said you don't you don't prescribe, you know, the, the opioids or opiates anymore. It used to be like, you know, um, you'd come to them and be like, I don't need I need I don't need any advice and shit. That's what I go to other people for. But I need just a fix or I need something that will make me not feel whatever the problems are that I'm having. So you either got you went to your doctors to get drugs to not feel or drugs that would heal you. And now it's different and so you're having to you're having to pick up that social, like you said, you spent an hour and a half talking to a patient about what are your values. And it's like, that's not the doctor of a hundred years ago. Oh, it's like, <laughs> you know, I'll get in like, there and people start crying and I'm like, what do, what do I do here? Fuck? What is this? <laughs> here is tissue. Wipe uh, up fluid coming out of your here, face. <laughs> take these opioids. Go to revival. You'll be fine. <laughs> But it's now, but it's that same thing. People, all of people's problems, whether it's their weight or their their alcohol or their personal relationships, all of that, it's always somehow it's connected. It's never like my own personal disease or or issue that I have. It's my lack of. Listen, I just can't wait I'm for the politicians to fix it. <laughs> I just can't wait till it's done. Get fix out these. One these more government program will be all set. Yeah, well, that's why that's we have politicians. Is so when nothing gets fixed, we can go. Well, it's their fault. How do you feel like it's when not our fault? I I don't even. I don't even know what I feel anymore. Like when you turn on the news and you see. There's your you problem see right mass there. Mass shooting. Yeah, they're in the news, and you're yeah. just like, oh god, what the hell? Like, yo, what the hell? 
we're just another one, another group of people, like some asshole. And here's the thing, too. Like, we hear a lot about it. In the grand scheme of human existence, this is actually, like, the safest time to be alive. Your odds of dying a violent death are very low compared to what it would have been in, I don't know, 400 Even AD. 20 years ago. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, it, it's, oh, crime yeah. Well, is way down. Just because if you think about the fact that poverty across the world, it's something like 50%. It's dropped by 50% or some a crazy number like that since maybe the last 30 or 40 years. But, but yeah, um, it's not as I, – I just totally lost my train of thought. Whatever. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. You're looking at me. <laughs> well, it could also be. No, actually, I don't. I don't just, know. I'm not, so you're asking why oh, now, we feel now, yeah, nothing my, my, when there's mass shootings? Yeah, it's like I don't. No, no, no. Not that I don't feel anything. It's like I don't even know what to feel anymore. It's like uh, what the. Oh, and then is it that much of a problem? Yeah, it's a problem for the person that's being shot. It's a huge freaking problem. But when it comes to the entire country, it's is it that big of a problem? Like. Uh, I guess it. I would say inner yes, city Chicago definitely it, a problem. It can happen really anywhere, anywhere at any time. but so can time. lightning. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> the no, lightning. you're right. I mean, statistically, it's it's not a significant issue. Right. I think the issue is what's driving it. Yeah. Right. Like, why are seemingly middle class people <laughs> from seemingly normal backgrounds? You know, deciding that the way to solve problems is to go out and kill strangers. I want to hire John to to explain what I'm saying. Because, <laughs> like, I'll walk in and I'll say, uh, this is what my brain is trying to say here. And then John will be like, okay, so what Kevin meant? And he puts it articulately. <laughs> I'm like, wow, perfect. Do you think it <laughs> is? Yes, uh, that's exactly what I meant. <laughs> oh, that just records things. That doesn't really. No, no, he's, he'll just he's, speak he's, for me. When I'm a billionaire, when I'm a billionaire. So you'd be like, is he your lawyer? I'm like, no, he just, I don't mean not translate me, not talk good. <laughs> me think good. Talk bad. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Hey, I'm reading a book called who built the moon. NASA. And originally I went into this book thinking that <laughs> I was going to go down a ra- rabbit hole. Well, yeah. I thought I was going to go down a rabbit hole, but it's actually just a book about how amazing the moon is. Have you ever noticed that like, in this world, you see things every day since the day you were born, so you, you don't think about it. It doesn't register how freaking unbelievably amazing it is. Like, if you woke up every morning and had an erased everything you knew from that point up, your entire history, but you still had, like, the faculties to be a person, right? You just didn't know what was going to happen. You walk outside, you'd be like, ah, there's a ball of fire in the sky, and I can feel it. I'm warm, and look at there's a giant rock over there. So there's a lot of pretty amazing things out there. If you just stop for a minute and look at it, the moon. The He's s- advocating to stop and smell the roses. That's right. This, well, no. Thanks, John. Not just now stop I understand. And, oh, thank you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the moon, scientifically speaking, it makes more sense that the moon isn't really there. Like because of how. And and I, we we run into the. I remember I used to say we run into the the risk of saying there's like there's a puddle. Okay, you go outside. It's raining. There's a puddle, and if the puddle somehow gained consciousness, and it would say, "All right, I'm a puddle. Where am I? Ooh, I'm in this wonderful hole. Look at this hole. It was, I am. I fit perfectly into this hole. This hole was built for me. This is a wonderful, amazing hole that is just for me. The this puddle and everything's great. I I think 
humans kind of we run into that risk where we run the risk of running into that too because well the moon if it wasn't exactly where it is if it wasn't the size of exactly where it is if it wasn't if the earth didn't um, wobble on its axis if the earth wasn't tilted the way it is all these little things life would be impossible the moon passes in front of the sun during a solar eclipse perfectly like the odds of that happen that doesn't that can't happen that's why it's it shouldn't be there um that's all i just so what to, are you trying to change it up a little are bit you uh, advocating that there's some sort of uh um no no i know what you're gonna say because i know you're you're agnostic yeah intelligent design no, no 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 i'm just trying to figure out and well and that's why i said you're on the risk of being the puddle that says oh this is perfect because yeah all right all of this couldn't exist without everything being in place but it exists because everything's in place. Right. So what am I, you know? Well, human life is interesting. I'm, so that's another thing. I'm not, I'm not a weird guy. I'm a, I'm like you, mm, Kevin. I'm agnostic. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe I'm a little bit of a weird guy, but, um, but, but I'm also agnostic. I don't prescribe to any religion. I think there's something, I think there's, what did you say? Ascribe, not prescribe. That's silly. I'm not a PA. I can't prescribe things. <laughs> Yeah, ascribe. I don't ascribe to any religion, but I do think there's um I do think there's something out there. But the thing that trips me out is is you're right. Maybe well, I don't know if you're right, but I'm I kind of agree with you. Yeah, maybe this wasn't designed for us, but maybe we found it. So you go to that whole crazy ancient alien thing because we don't know really where we 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 understand we, or we think we've evolved, but nobody can seem to figure out where the missing link is. It was like, well, there's these primates, then there was there's something that should be there, but we can't find it. And then there's like humans. Yeah. So I maybe it wasn't designed for us, but maybe we were. I never understood we, it was the understood concept like of the missing link. We were found here and then we were placed here. Because I think we just evolved. People say, I didn't come from a monkey. And you're like, you're right. You didn't. You, you came with a monkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At one point we shared a common ancestor and then we branched then where, out. What, but then something happened. Where they can't figure out where that, where that, pe- that branch is. A, we're missing it. Isn't it just a, a mutation, a genetic mutation? I don't and then know. I mean, nobody can seem to figure it out. That's why the whole missing link. What's crazy? This book talks about um, those three foot tall humanoids that used to be around Lucy. Think about this, right? There were these human type. I don't know what they were. Osteopithecus. You know, they have all these weird names, but these ones were three feet tall. They made stone tools. Again, why do we need science fiction? This shit happened here. There were three feet tall warriors (laughs) running around. Yeah, but where where did we come from? What's what gets me is like you can find those. You can find those, and they weren't human. Sorry. Well, really? Well, no, you they can, weren't human. They well, were you, humanoids. Well, you, okay, so but but you can't find the what, Malia. You're not. A, you don't have a microphone. Nobody can hear you talking. So you can't. <laughs> you you can find this stuff. You can find, but you can't make the connection for humans and what came before humans. But we can find a shit ton of of dinosaur fossils. That's what I don't like. That isn't. I've also been drinking, so I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit. This tipsy. is like the but we can put a man it, right? on the moon. But we can't cure the common cold or whatever you're well, kind of... Well, we can put a man on the moon. Just right. that alone. Theoretically. I made, I made Theoretically. quotation marks with right. my fingers. That if the moon's alone. real. If the moon... If the well, real. I'm sure the moon's real. You know, I question whether missile. we put the moon on... Or the man on the moon. They hit it with the missile and the freaking thing rang. They weren't expecting that. Wait, the moon rang? The moon rang. What do you mean they hit it with a missile? When did that happen? Oh, yeah. Just a couple... They shot they... a missile at the moon? Yeah. Yeah. The just fuck? recently. Why? Why? Just recently. I know. What if all of a sudden we did that and the moon turns? They're like, hey, asshole. <laughs> Big <laughs> guns come. <laughs> that yeah, be... because like, what's on the dark side? No one knows. Do you ever see the movie? Do you ever finally see Range 15? 
No. Oh, you got I keep forgetting. Range 15. You, range you 15. Yeah, you got to see it. So there's this thing that I think civilians don't understand where they're like, oh my gosh, if the moon turned around, there were giant guns. That would be awful. Where I would be like, that's awesome. On range oh, 15, yeah, range awesome. 15, it was the zombie apocalypse. And they're like, guys, turn the moon around. The thing we've always wanted is here. <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. And they all look, they all, they're all Marines. And, and oh, yeah, so I know, yeah. <laughs> I know that, I know that you, um, you know, you, you doggy paddle around in the wait, what if world, maybe mm-hmm. more than some of us do. Um, Oh, what we did. We did a little bit that today. We are we did closer. <laughs> 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 what do you think is closer? Maybe it's both true. Maybe it's all true. What do you think is more likely to become like a, like just a, you can have white or wheat bread, just just commonality. Should be Zombies or aliens. Wait, wait. Let's say that again. What what do you think is oh, most think likely to yeah, male, aliens? Yeah. But not that not whether it exists or not. But like in our time, I don't think there's like aliens here. But I think first, in the infinite universe, first is a do you think we're all living. gonna go? Yep, that's actually medically happening. speaking because of the uh, death of the cell and the lack of cellular metabolism. Zombies can't happen unless it was like a rabies type of thing. Bath salts. Bath salts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah no there's aliens absolutely you, I d- did I you totally know that there's 100 there's earths think about this 100 <coughs> earth-like planets for every grain of sand on earth you know what i Start love with earth and in with earth it's let's just feels- have a hallmark moment the very first podcast that we all were ever part of all of us yeah i think maybe you were there not for the very he first. Came in, we went straight one. through crime. That quote you just said, yeah. that was in the very first Was it one. really? Yeah, I think I had a whole episode just dedicated to that. It's on that number. That. I want to cry, guys. Theory. Not going to, though. Say that again? You're, you're, you quoted that theory. Oh. Yes. I can't remember what it is. Where it basically it's like. Of sand. It has to be because there's so many, but yeah, it's I mean, so there unlikely. has to be. Well, like, think about called? it. So you basically. That theory. Oh, Fermi's paradox? That's it, yeah. Yes. problem with Fermi's paradox is. It's a paradox. Yes. The problem is the paradox. (laughs) What's scary? Actually, I'm interviewing someone on Thursday. uh, My third AI. Here's the problem: if 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 enough, hmm. I gotta watch how I say it. If enough people download your podcast, they start sending you your books. I've got like tables of books that I haven't read, that you know, because people want to get their word out there. Mm. So this one is um, ah, it's called the fourth generation or the fourth kind or something like that it's about ai and there's a lot of theory out there that once you hit ai you've hit the barrier you know you've hit the big reset button that this has happened across the universe people are getting hey we're so smart hey check it out ai i'll hit the button (laughs) everyone dies and then it starts over because there's there's like a the game hasn't gone past this point and it can't get past this point because we end up killing ourselves or you, you're like Elon Musk, and we're already in a uh, simulation. Which is, and again, we've talked about this on the podcast. Which is more likely, right? Then that we're alive. Yeah, yeah. You're isn't if, that crazy? If you're in a, <laughs> and I forget what it was like. It was like okay, if you can, by concept, say in the next hundred years, computers are going to be so, and, and this isn't like a what if it is. Computers going to be so powerful that 
the alternate realities within them will be indistinguishable from look man from our reality. i i was i just went to vegas um a couple weeks ago me and my best friend the one we took our motorcycle cri- trip cross country with mm-hmm. we flew out to vegas real quick three nights four day trip man there is a um simulator video game mm-hmm. like vfr sort of thing inside caesar's palace costs like 35 dollars to do it we did the, it. we did i, I did it shit. man yeah. we did the go- there's two there's a ghostbusters and a star wars and we're like let's do ghostbusters so you got a headset on and you got a vest on and you got a gun and they put you in a room that's like padded but it's small it's like a it's like a five by six room not the first but, time but yeah. then, right <laughs> and then and then they and then the thing starts right and you know it's cool because like, it's like bill bill murray not bill murray but the other whatever one of the other ghostbuster guys he's like he's like calling you rookie and he's taking you through the whole ghostbuster thing but the thing is is like everywhere you look you can move man it's all um wireless so you can move around i'm picking my hands up the gun's coming with me i'm looking at my my buddy that's really cool he's moving but the thing that trips you out the craziest is you're standing in front of this haunted mansion and the door's open and then the guy's like, go on, go through the door. And then I'm putting my hand out expecting to feel a wall, but the fucking wall opened. So you're now you're walking. I'm go, we're going from room to room. So oh, you wow. walk from one room into a room and then like this whole thing is happening. And then that green ghost guy, he's flying around and he goes through your body. But there's like mist on the vest that you're wearing. So it goes, so it splashes wow. you and it vibrates. So it, you get the sensation that the ghost is flying through. How, how do you walk? You just walk. It just, the door, the wall. It's wireless, Kevin. It's okay. completely, you're wearing a, you're wearing like a vest that's about. The, but you're not going to walk into any. So it's no, like no, no, no. They're, they're padded. Reality? They're padded oh, walls yeah, and it's completely saying. black. But as long as you're following the simulation. Oh, you're not going to. You're not going to run into the wall because the walls are, the walls in the simulation are walls. And your brain but is when just the, like, okay, your brain this is what's believes happening. It. So yeah. When yeah. the door opens, you just walk through the door. Now, can and they you shoot really at do you? it. Like, yeah, you so you got the laser gun and you're shooting and the, the gun's vibrating and shit. But there's one part where the state puff marshmallow. must you look from the guys who aren't just I don't know, man. Around. I'm telling you, it took a couple hours after. But the state puff marshmallow man, he comes in, he rips apart because you're sp- supposedly on the 50th floor of this uh Was it kind of scary? Um, yes. So he rips the thing. Yeah, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, let me tell you. So he rips the thing, the, the building apart. And like I'm, I'm, I'm like standing on the edge of the building. I'm going to get up and demonstrate. And um, we we killed the state puff. And the other thing is, <laughs> is is they have um, aromatics that expl- that come out when oh, you explode. Okay. The sta- so it smells like toasted marshmallow in the freaking room. And there's like misters going off. No so way. So you get this whole sensation. But the building's off. So I'm stepping over to the edge, and I'm looking down, and I'm looking. <laughs> 50 floors below me onto like a city landscape you know there's cars and i'm slowly stepping over and then i'm like freaked out my brain is telling me don't step over like my vertigo is kicking in but i know but in my but the other half of my brain is like it's a fucking simulation just step (laughs) over so i'm doing this man i'm like tapping with my toes where there should be nothing but there's obviously a ground and i can feel the ground but my brain is so screwed up and then it turns off, you know, and the simulation's over and me and Mike are walking around and we're like, the fuck did we just do, man? <laughs> like, <laughs> like for the next couple hours, I'm not sure where I am or what's going on. Your brain is completely twisted because you were in this, this simulation and it felt so real, man. Yeah. 
It's unbelievable. And that's, that's the future. That's today. Yeah. It's like that movie Ready Player One. I don't know if you've that seen great. it. Yeah. It's an awesome freaking movie. Yeah. But that's that's what it was. The book is good. Too. Well, I hate it when I people mean, say, oh, the book's better. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Books are better, but the book is good. If you're I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna read it because the movie was amazing. Yeah. But I mean, if that's the simulation of today, imagine the simulation ten years. Oh, yeah. for, and then and then Elon Musk might not sound so crazy. Maybe we're I don't think he simulation. sounds crazy. It's like the Matrix. Well then, okay. So I want to ask you the same question, Kevin. What right now? It's like your favorite. Like no, either, either like wait, what if? Up here soon. I'm good though. Thanks. Sorry, either yeah. like those, you know, kind of like the wait, what if kind of thing, um, podcasts mm-hmm. or books or shows. Like wait, what are you saying? Say that again. The same way I was asking him about the true crime, murder mm-hmm. podcasts and and like Netflix, whatever shows. Like, what are your? If you just had to pick like top three, what are the things? Top three things to just you that, put my brain into? Yeah, where you're, it's this whole just like, whoa. Joe Rogan experience. Mm-hmm. He's like the godfather of, of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to say because, I mean, it's it's whatever, whatever gets my goat. <laughs> 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 like whatever gets me, like I, I do a lot of, I listen to a lot of libertarian politics Mm-hmm. Just because I like to be reinforced, like, like to go to CNN, M- MSNBC. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, I, I listen to, um, I listen to what's his name there, uh, Gavin McInnes, um, okay. Steve Dace. Just because I enjoy like-minded people, it makes me feel like that we're not all going to be sent to the gulag for not <coughs> having the right political beliefs. And then you should really, really try revisionist history. Sometimes what you got to do, you really should. You just have to put on, put to find. I was listening to Fugazi, um, Fugazi? just recently. Is that how you pronounce it? Fugazi. I always called it Fugazi. It's Fugazi. So it was a hard rock slash punk slash. I'm going to be a little bit of clash, but I'm also going to sound like, um, the Smiths and then I'm gonna, mm-hmm. whatever I, I drove home and I listened to that album had listened to it in 25 years and so I'll just do that and you get oh, you feel it again you get it you're like I remember when I was a teenager and this was like yeah. so I do a lot of that I try to listen to my old stuff that's your in fact I started I think my last episode I think I opened up with uh, Fugazi or Clutch one of the two um, Clutch Fugazi. My, Fugazi my daughter Mike? my daughter is walking around going like this uh Sometimes I like no no <laughs> I kid you, she's four. Um, I like it when you call me Big Papa. I'm like Summer, you can't I be love sick. It. No, <laughs> she can. I love can't. it. That's the best old school stuff. I play that for him. Uh, I love it. Yeah, that's fantastic. But that's what I like to do. So that's my third thing is just just immerse myself into the music that used to get me through life. So that's uh, music. Hour and twenty two minutes. Uh, last. Words. <laughs> I swear he said last words right before the thing fell on his head. <laughs> I don't have. What are you looking? Everyone's looking at me again. I don't have last words. Brilliant. I have uh, nothing brilliant to say. I do a sports podcast. Do you guys know this? What? Yeah. What? You watch sports? I somehow pull a another hour out of what my. What do you ass even somewhere. talk about? Sports. <laughs> talk about sports. Yeah. Like what, what, any sports? <laughs> now we do a lot of d- uh, daily fantasy sports. So we do a lot of. Uh, it's called. Ugh, I hate fantasy <laughs> are you, sports. Are you ready for it? No. It's called DILF Sports. <laughs> what is uh, DILF? It just MILF. It's like MILF with a D. With a D. Oh, <laughs> but but it stands Come for on. it stands for dude, I love effing sports. Yeah, That's no, it Dilf doesn't. Sports. Nobody believes that. I don't <laughs> believe that. Yeah, no. So I don't. 
<laughs> you don't want to hear about my no dills. for week nine? Yeah, we, we, no one's got time for dills. You know what? Someone came up to me and they said, you do a podcast. You want to do a sports one? I was like, sure, why not? And now it's I have so much fun with it. We get like 30 downloads a week. But what do you talk about? Just, just like the shit on. that's current events, yeah, yeah. sports? I talked a lot about the Red Sox when that was happening. Uh, get into... He had, he was on the other day and he broke his foot. I I don't know what I mean. I only he walked know out of my house, broke his foot on the last episode. Oh no shit! That's yeah. how I did it. I yeah, saw bad him on Facebook man. breaking his foot. But uh, the only thing I know about it is like, yeah, <gasps> walking great, out of that's podcast. intense. Yep. Fuck. Yeah, I was walking out of that. Um, yeah, it's you, people should not be. They're walking too much. Too much activity. That's right. Sit, you're not going to get hurt if you're sitting down. Listen seriously. Sit down. <laughs> eat a bunch of garbage food. Eat some pills. You'll be fine. Mike's over there advocating bowling. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what kind of crazy activity? That's too much activity. Yeah, actually, bowling hurts person. because the way I bowl, like I feel like I'm about to break my middle finger. It's but it's painful. I call it big ball bowling. I never had that growing up. <laughs> In New Hampshire, we had what was called candle pin. It was these little tiny know. light balls. That's not bowling. Yeah, but that's what we had. And you'd, you'd chuck them down the line, and they would go down, and, and the pins were different. They were candle pin. And they when you, you get the same the thing, three shots. did you grow up? Nobody knows. No, this no, was this in America? This is candle Are pin bowling. Are you serious? This, this is, is New England. This is like yeah. some 400-year-ago. I came. I sounds like the, cricket. I yeah, this is, is what he's yeah. describing, cricket. cricket? <laughs> I, I think it was cricket. I joined the service, and I, I was in Texas, and we went bowling. And in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I've bowled before. And I go, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Everyone else uses big balls. Where did you? No, he grew up in New Hampshire. No, New Hampshire. No, he oh, said no. when he was in Texas. He no, was Texas has balls that are. I don't know, man. So here's candle pin bowling. Nobody believes right. it. Let me turn it up a little bit. Look at the music's awesome and everything. So for the listeners, we're looking at like eighties. Uh, maybe it's the shittiest 90s. thing I've ever seen. Um, Today, our champion Dave Richards of Woburn, Massachusetts, from Woburn, Mass. Oh, you actually did this? Yeah, it's bowling. bowling. That's all. When I grew up, this is all I. This was bowling. I didn't know what real bowling is. No, this is real. Hi, everybody. Welcome Fast to Woburn Bowling. I'm Don Gillis. I want to see three programs you need. So would look at. So you, you leave the, the pins down? Pin, oh my pins God! Over on this the left. this is the dumbest thing ever. You play off the down. No, listening to people watching this yeah. Yeah, is dumber than what we're doing. So no wonder nobody does Twisted that. It's podcast. ridiculous <laughs> looking. Com, uh, <laughs> at Revival 1869 um, or just wait. No, uh, www.revival1869, right? Yeah. Dot com and uh, waitwhatifpodcast.com and Dilf Sports. <laughs> and Shaded and Faded. Oh, it's shaded new? and stirred on Instagram. Oh, I like that. Well, it's also revival eighteen sixty nine on Instagram. We have some really cool. I gotta pictures. do the Instagram. I have Instagram is the way I to go. Man. Facebook sucks. Do something else. <laughs> Fucking Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's an asshole. <laughs> and with that, thank you for listening. Hey. Like us on facebook.com slash wwi podcast. And at WWI Podcast on Twitter. Drop us a line at waitswhatifpodcast at yahoo.com. Listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Internet Radio.
hope you enjoyed your listening experience. Now go forth and expand your reality.